Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Wednesday the 12th of April 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 finished the day up half a percent to 7,394 points. Since March 20, the bourse is up 6.5% and it's now less than 4% off its 52-week high. That's a pretty good performance. About two-thirds of the top 200 stocks rose today, led by tech companies and the big miners. The utilities and energy sub-indices were the worst performers. It was a tough day for the big banks, with only ANZ ending in the black. The big energy companies, Woodside and Santos, also underperformed. Toll road operator Transurban had a good day, as did diversified miner South32. Telstra was among the worst performers of the large caps. Next DC shares jumped 8% today after the data centre operator told the market that new customer wins have increased. Megaport was also up 8%. Worse than the day was Pilbara Minerals, which fell nearly 4%. Another poor performer was Whitehaven Coal, which was down 2.6% after it cut production guidance for the March quarter. Story number two, there's plenty going on in the mining industry at the moment, which of course is a global sector. Yesterday, we talked about Newmont upping its bid for Newcrest mining to almost $30 billion. Now, Swiss group Glencore, which has a bunch of mines in Australia, has put cash into its previous all-script offer for Canadian zinc and lead group Tech Resources. That deal is worth $23 billion US dollars, which is about $32, $33 billion Aussie. The M&A activity helped resource stocks rally globally today, with BHP and Fortescue Metals up close to 2% and Rio Tinto rising 2.7%. Story number three, one of the big four global professional service firms, EY, has abandoned plans to split the company into separate auditing and consulting businesses. This has been a massive deal in the world of accountants, auditors, consultants and the like. The challenge for EY and its brethren, KPMG, PwC and Deloitte's, is potential conflicts between the two sides of the business and regulatory concerns about that. At the moment, it's hard for EY to pitch for consulting work when it's the auditor of a company. EY has around 13,000 partners globally and revenue of around 45 billion US dollars. In Australia, there are more than 700 partners and all own equity in the business. Now, this decision to put on the back burner any splitting of the group could well hurt the back pocket of many of those partners. Story number four, a new report has called on governments around the country to stimulate new renewable energy sources such as hydrogen via policy settings, but they should avoid owning generation assets in mature technologies such as onshore wind and solar. Australia's Labor federal government has set an aggressive target of having zero emission sources make up more than 80% of Australia's electricity mix by 2030. The policies have ignited a wave of interest in renewable energy developments in Australia, but the Clean Energy Investor Group and the Investor Group on Climate Change today warned governments to complement but not compete with new clean energy projects, according to the Financial Review. The report concludes governments should limit their roles in more mature sectors to providing stable regulation as private developers have access to funds and relevant experience to build projects such as onshore wind. Governments, however, will have a larger role in industries such as offshore wind and hydrogen. And finally, story number five, US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has shrugged off recent banking problems to declare the global economy better off than six months ago. The world's most important economic bureaucrat said she hadn't seen any evidence at this stage suggesting a contraction in credit. 
She said the US economy is performing exceptionally well with continued solid job creation, inflation gradually moving down, and robust consumer spending. Her comments came this morning ahead of tonight's US inflation data. That's it for the afternoon report for Wednesday, the 12th of April, 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with the Thursday edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.